Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park So what did you eat for your snack? I had um, Dave's Killer Blueberry Bagel <gasps> and goat's milk uh, cream cheese from Trader Joe's, which has kind of been a go-to part of my breakfast lately. Wow. Is goat's milk, yeah. is goat's milk lactose-free? Um, as far as I know, it doesn't give me any tummy, tummy trubs. Oh. So I'm going with, going with, yeah. Oh, good. And that's, that's your staple breakfast. Yeah. I went with bagel and then sometimes oatmeal with some sausages <laughs> <laughs> and Annie agrees. She just <laughs> wants it as well. Welcome to the weekly warrior podcast where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. Uh, I actually, so I just took her for a walk. Oh, she's riled up. Um, I, so every day I take Annie for a walk. We live, since we moved to Cadillac, we live pretty close to Lake Cadillac. So, Mm -hmm. so in Cadillac, there's two lakes, there's Lake Cadillac and then there's Lake Mitchell and they're connected by a canal. And so every day I usually do it around 10, but today we did it later, but I'll take Annie for a walk. We'll go down to the water and then there's a path that will take us around part of the lake. So we take that path and then we, we come back. Um, it's about two miles. Do you let her go in the water? Yes. She, I just let her off the leash because there's really no one down there right now walking around. It's just us. Yeah. So, um, it's really funny because as it's getting colder, the, the shoreline is freezing. Yeah. Um, so do you know, do you know the scene in Elf where Elf is embarking on his adventure to New York city to find his dad and he yeah. he jumps on to, I don't know, like a block of ice and starts floating away. Uh-huh. That's exactly what happened to Annie yesterday. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. She she just she just dives right into the water. She doesn't care if it's ice or whatever. If there's a duck or there's lots of geese down there, she's just gonna go after them. Mm-hmm. And the shoreline was really icy the other day, and she just jumped onto the ice and didn't fall through, but the ice started breaking around her. (laughs) 
And I thought, oh my god! And I thought, oh, it's just like Elf. She's gonna just start floating across the water. Did she like jump back in time before it broke off? She she just like jumped off of it, just kind of launched herself off of it into the water on the mm, other side. Into the water, yeah. yeah. It's nice temperate water yeah. right now. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, she she pretty much will jump in the water every single day. Yeah, she's a lab. Yeah. She's a good dog. It's good, good cold therapy for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had a snack too. Yeah. Yeah. What was your snack? I had, this has been a weird afternoon snack and it just started this week. I had a sweet potato and then I put two, two eggs on top of it. Like two runny eggs. Mm hmm. So that's what I've had that for the last three days. That sounds pretty good. Anything sweet potato and eggs like you and Jess are going to be best friends. Oh, yes. So like that's perfect combo. And we did a sweet potato. How do you cook yours? Um, These. So these ones I did in the oven for, I don't know, an hour or whatever. Just baked them. Yeah. Slow is better. Yes. Um, But we put ours couple times we've we've used the the instapot and it cooks them fine um but they get kind of mushy anyways mm-hmm. we made like fiesta mexican sweet potatoes so we like cooked the sweet potato busted it open it was kind of like mushy and like corn black beans <gasps> yes chicken taco and like it was like a walking taco but a sweet potato yes held it um it's really good so we just did that but we did it with like a, a version of sloppy joe's so we did we did a healthier version of a sloppy joe, but we took like the, mm-hmm. the sloppy joe ground beef mixture and then put that over the sweet potato. Nice. Man, you can put anything over yeah. a sweet potato. You really can. It's like it's it's very uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh uh it's it's you have a lot of options. There's a word out there for a lot of options. And maybe I'll think of it, but that's what a sweet potato it's, is. It's uh, versatile. Yes, it's versatile. Yeah. It's very versatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was walking Annie today, and I was like, man, Bones probably walks his dogs at Yosemite. <laughs> you know what? I took We took them there once, um, probably three weeks ago. We went up, and we got a camping spot for the night, and it was it was incredible. So it's Yosemite. We went to the Valley. That's where all the, most of the campsites are. There's some like high Sierras campsites, mm-hmm. but they're closed right now. Cause uh, it's winter mm-hmm. and also COVID closed them. Uh, but there's one campground open in Yosemite. It's in the Valley and it's like, you know, really, really hard to get into. Somehow we got a spot. So we went up there um, at night, set up camp and like had a fire and just like chilled. And we brought our dogs, little rider and Millie, mm-hmm. and, yeah, we we walked. It was like 11 p.m. We went for a walk. We walked out into a, a meadow and we saw like literally the most stars I've ever seen in my entire uh, life. Yeah, uh, it was like it's hard to describe Yosemite, especially in the valley, um, unless you've been there because you're just surrounded by like rocks mm-hmm. and mountains that are like straight up in the air. Like somebody took a knife and just like sliced a piece of butter and then split the pieces of butter. And like you're in the middle of those pieces of butter. It's like unreal. And then you have like billions and millions and billions of stars lighting up the sky. 
and like shooting stars are just like happening. It's that's it was totally, totally wild and awesome. I, I, so yeah, yeah. we had our dogs there. I can't even, (laughs) I can't even picture it. How far are you from Yosemite? We're an hour south of the gate. Um, once you get to the gate, there's not much you can do like right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you go another hour, maybe less than like 45, 50 minutes to get to the valley. And then the valley is like the touristy, uh, very populated spot, but there's, you can go north of the valley up to all these different hikes. Um, there's a lake that we went to, which is three hours from our house. It's but it's still Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about Yosemite is you get to the gate and it's pretty much a straight shot to the gate, but then it's mountainous driving. Um, so like going 10 miles, it takes way longer than, you know, city driving oh, or a highway. Sure. Cause it's very, very, very windy. Yeah. So it's right in your backyard. Yeah. Right in my backyard. Pretty much. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I, I, what you're describing, I can't, I can't picture it. You know, it's, I feel yeah. like it's something that you have to experience. It is. And you will experience it. Yeah. You'll, you'll come see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unreal. I don't have words for it really, but yeah, I mean, you see pictures and it's like, wow, that looks really pretty. Then you go and like, there's no describing the magnitude of seeing mm-hmm. El Capitan like up close and be like, holy shit, someone climbed that. Mm-hmm. Like someone climbed it, period. Um, and then that crazy dude, Alex, I think Alex something, did it uh, with no, nothing, like free solo. <gasps> yes. Uh, it's yeah. just, it's just so, so, so tall and steep. And you just, you feel like you're looking at a Bob Ross painting. Like yeah. it doesn't look real. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't look real. Yeah. I, um, Corey was telling me, man, it must've been earlier this week. We had some clear nights that were pretty cold in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that someone at work said, it's a great opportunity to see the Northern lights. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, we should go, we should go up to, is it called dark sky park? Yeah. Yes. You and Jess have been there, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, really, really want to go up there. And I thought, oh man, that's so great. And he's like, yeah, the best time to see the Northern lights apparently, because they're kind of elusive from mm-hmm. what I understand, um, is between 12 and two, like 12 midnight and 2 AM. And I was mm. like, oh man, that's late. Way, that's way past our bedtime. That's, that's, uh, that's like four hours before all core gets up. Sometimes right? three hours. Yeah, it really, <laughs> truly is. So yeah. it's it would be it's, totally it, worth it, but you're not guaranteed to is. see them, you know? Right. They're like, I, like the Northern Stars, I've never, or Northern Lights, I've never seen them, but they remind me of like in Harry Potter of when they, you know, do their Patronus and like it like bounces around and then runs out of the wall mm-hmm. and like disappears. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how I think about the Northern Lights. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah. I feel like it's, they're really hard to see, but yeah. the dark sky park, I would totally, totally recommend. We went up there and it was pretty cloudy. So we didn't really see anything, but it was, it was super dark. Like we went at night and I think it was a candle lit. I don't know what time of year it was like sometime around Halloween mm-hmm but it was a candle lit path. You have to walk back and it's like a mile or so. It was really cool. I, now I remember you telling me about this. I think you were telling mm. me about that experience. And I had one other person that had been there and took these amazing pictures of the sky. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh man, I just really, 
I really want to do that. Yeah. You find, find yourself a clear night and you guys should go up. Cause we went, I don't know. We went cause it was like a candle lit path and like we signed up mm-hmm. for it, but it was cloudy. But yeah, when it's cloudy, there's nothing to see, but I'm, I'm assuming if it's dark. It's, it holds up to what it says. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So they, they offer a lot of programming there. I don't, Mm-hmm. I looked at their website the other day. I can't, it doesn't look like they're doing anything right now, but I'm assuming you can still just go there. Yeah. That, I really have no idea. I'm sure. So when you walk down the path, you walk and walk and walk and walk and walk and you're just walking through the woods. And then you get to the very end and like opens up to the shoreline and there's like a building yeah, there there's like a- where I'm assuming they do like you know, the programs. Yeah. They have they kind do. of like an observatory or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, maybe you can, you probably can just walk back if you want to. For yeah. Sure. I, yeah. so actually I was scouting, I was scouting that place out as like a possible wedding venue. Oh, I thought that would be a really cool place to yeah, get married. That'd be cool. So uh-huh. that one's, that place is kind of on the list of, of wedding yeah. venues. What else is on your list out of curiosity? Well, do you have um, any? We, we were, do you want to share it? Sure. Um, we are looking, we're kind of really just in this exploratory phase. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're not talking about um, what things are actually going to cost. <laughs> So right, yeah. in the, in the brainstorming phase, anything goes, you know, like, so mm-hmm. brainstorming phase, um, I think dark sky park would be really cool. Um, uh, we yeah. looked at, you know, a couple of distilleries, um, for me, um, my vision of a really cool wedding is something that's a little bit smaller and more intimate. Um, mm-hmm. as I say this, Corey's vision might be different. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. I think we'll do a separate episode with Corey's yes. vision and we'll come yeah, together. Yeah. Um, so my, you tell me yours. Yeah. So mine would be a small, <laughs> intimate wedding. So I'm thinking, you know, like 35, 50 people tops, like 50 people tops. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want anything that's traditional. Like I don't even care if people are there for like any type of ceremony, I feel like that. So for me, the ceremony is this very intimate thing between like you and your partner. I don't really need people watching me walk down an aisle. I don't need anybody watching (laughs) me exchange vows. Like maybe the ceremony happens somewhere else with like a really, really small group. So it's like, you and Jess are there and then like maybe like our parents are there or something. So we have Mm -hmm. like our best friends and then like really close family. But I want our wedding just to feel like a really fun celebration, but just like a really fun hangout where it's like good food, a live music would be awesome. Um, doing some sort of like having games that people can play. So we've talked about like, you can, you can hire like a mobile ax throwing station, like Mm. a truck will come and you can do ax throwing. Um, we've talked about having food trucks, like a pizza food truck. 
we've talked about doing like donuts instead of wedding cake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want my wedding to feel like a really fun hangout. So just a, a celebration. Yeah. A celebration. I don't want it to be formal. Cause yeah. so Corey yeah. and I have both been to those like really big formal weddings, you know, that are like hundreds mm-hmm. of people and there's this, really formal dinner and there's really formal like dancing where it's like, okay, like there's, there's an agenda, right? Like you get, uh, you get, you get a yeah. schedule and you're like, kind of, you're at, you're at right. like a conference <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, at this time and this time we have cocktail hour. And then this time and this time uh-huh. is speeches. And then we cut the cake and then we have another speech. And I just, I, I don't want that structure. So yeah just free flowing. I know it's like, and then as a guest, you feel like I never felt super comfortable at those places because when I do something wrong, um, until like drinks really start flowing, things never loosen yeah. up. Um, and it's like, yeah, I totally agree. Like the intimate informal wedding is, is awesome. Not to, so one of my best friends got married, um, probably three years ago. And that's what his was like. It was very small, like upstate New York. Um, just like really close friends and family. And he got married in like the woods and it was awesome. There was like two dozen of us and you know, they had the ceremony and then we went to like these rustic cabins and had like a party and drink and everything and food. It was awesome. You know, immaculate looking cabins. They kind of look like lodges mm-hmm. um, or clusters of cabins that you can rent or just big houses on the water. And I thought that would be really cool just to rent you know, a house that can accommodate 20 people or something like that and do the wedding there. Yeah, totally. And then, sorry, one more. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's let's go. (laughs) One more. Um, Corey's. (laughs) One more. (laughs) Corey's family. um, They have a blueberry farm. Mm And so I thought, oh, we could do, you know, a picnic style wedding. We could do a potluck style wedding at the blueberry farm. That would be fun. You could make blueberry. Well, you don't want to overkill blueberries because then like you become the blueberry couple. Uh, It could be a blueberry themed wedding. Yeah, like we love blueberries. Yeah. (laughs) Blueberry everything. Yeah. But yeah, I think any of those would be great. I mean, you have like your rough outline, you have your, your broad, you know what you want it to be like. It's just putting those, the pictures together of what it looks like now, you know, where are you yeah, going to be at? Just, yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, that was really fun. Do you, do you, um, so staying with this topic of like envisioning, mm-hmm. um, Envisioning is one of my most favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that, but I like doing this with clients. Yeah. Um, do you remember? So I texted you. It was early November and I asked you a question. Uh-huh. I remember the conversation, but I don't remember the question. Okay. Yeah. So I um I messaged you a question. It was what three wishes do you have for yourself ah. over I think we were talking about the holidays, but kind of like over the next three weeks to maybe like the next three months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what your three wishes were? I feel like I'm on a lot of shit being quizzed right now. (laughs) 
no, you're not getting quiz. Um, I know one of them was physical mental health. Yeah. Um, the other one, I don't remember the other ones. <laughs> um, so I asked you, what three wishes do you have for yourself over the like coming holiday season? Yeah. You you said mental health, uh-huh. and specifically, you said I want to get off social media. Uh-huh. And then you said, I'm really craving time away from work. So having, mm. you know, time off from work to unplug. Mm. And then your third one was connection. Mm. And so you really wanted to focus on fostering connection with friends. Mm. And so this is me checking in with you <laughs> and, and, and following oh, no. up with you oh, no. okay. on, on, how those, on how those three things are going. Yeah. Do you want me to comment on all of them? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. Let's see. The first one was mental health. I remember saying that, and I remember this conversation because it was about two weeks after I started working uh, my first adult job. And um, the job has a lot of responsibilities, I guess. And like, you know, there was like a certain amount of pressure to know things, even though I'm brand new. It, it's mm-hmm. unrealistic to expect that of yourself to know everything. But, um, and then I was getting like real paychecks, which freaked me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> like going from like, you know, I had going through college and like working where I worked when I graduated from central. If I had like $200 in my bank account and groceries, I was like, I was soup doing super good. Yes. Um, and now I'm getting paid a lot more than that. Um, and if I have $200 in my account now, it's like, that's really low. What, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so that changed and that caused me a lot of anxiety and that I never, ever thought would happen. Like I, when I was kind of, I guess, going through school the second time and not making money and kind of struggling, I guess it was like, man, if I had a thousand dollars, like that would change everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got it and I was like, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> um, Wait, is it, is the anxiety stemming from there's pressure to, you know, have a savings account, have an yeah. emergency fund, yeah. have, have like a down payment on a house. Like, I don't know. It, it was, from? it was like, it was almost some guilt in the way because I had a lot of help to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know how to repay it back, but I do have a means to do it. But I, just, I don't know. Like, should like my mom and dad help me a lot? Should I give them money to pay it back? Oh, um, okay. That type of thing. There's some guilt there. Yeah. Um, and there was like just not knowing what to do with it. Should I save it? I can spend it. I can blow this money pretty easily. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also the responsibilities that come with that now, because now I have the means to pay for rent pay for my student loans. Um, and like, um, so those type of things I, I never really saw coming. So that kind of hit me and that caused a lot of anxiety. And I was like, not myself for like two or three weeks. Um, so that's why I said mental health is definitely a top priority right now. And, mm-hmm. um, just getting used to working that 40 to 45 hours a week, um, was a change too. So yeah, that's a yeah. huge adjustment. Yeah, it's definitely gotten a lot better. I really, really enjoy my job. I enjoy my coworkers. There's not, um, there's no day where I like dread being there or look at the clock so far. And and 
just wish it was go faster. Like, I don't even look at the clock. I look at like, so I work in physical therapy. I, I look at my, yeah. my patient load. Like, so it's not like three, it's three thirty PM. It's, I have this person at three and then I have three uh, more and then my day is done. Like, yeah. Um, so I don't look at time. I just look at my patient load. Um, so I think that works really well for me looking at it that way. I mean, I love my coworkers. My job's great. The hours are long, but I have three day weekends. Um, and it's, it's a year ago, I would be like praying for a situation like this. So I remember that as well. That's I mean, you had a lot of shifts happen in your life all at once. You know, you moved Mm -hmm. across the country, you started your career, you know, like you started Mm -hmm. your career and you moved in with Jess. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. all of these, all of these are huge shifts that happen in a really short amount of time. Yeah, for sure. It was a lot of change. Really, yeah. qu- really, no. really quick. Yes. Mm. But you know what? So I attribute a just time passes and you get used to your situation. I think mm-hmm. the second biggest one was I start, I uh, take magnesium every day. <gasps> um, we do too. And like, Seriously, like it was within a couple of days where I'm like, oh, I feel a little bit better. Still like yes. anxiety, but like I'm not like have a weird like dread about me, like weird like background noise almost. It was like just background noise of just like what ifs and shit. So yeah. like magnesium, like over the course of a week, I was like, I feel pretty good now. And then you know, another two weeks went by. It's like I don't even think about the things I was thinking about, you know, last month. So yeah, I would totally say magnesium has been a game changer. If you're not taking magnesium, man, I, I think magnesium is mag magic. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I notice a huge difference in my sleep. Magnesium. Hmm. Yeah. Do you take it right before night? Yeah. We, we take it every night. I, I'll like mix, we do a, a powder form that you just mix with water but I'll mix up, yeah. you know, like a little magnesium cocktail for myself and then one for Corey. And then yeah. we take that with a vitamin C every night. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we like all do the same Oh, thing. my God. Oh, <laughs> I do like a vitamin C packet. It's like cherry, limeade, fizzy, yummy. And oh. Vitamin C, fish oil, and vitamin D every night. Yeah. Like- um, man, if I take vitamin D at night, it, that um, will disrupt my sleep. Really, hmm. but I take a I take yeah. a mega dose once a week, so I have to be careful. Oh, that's right. You take like a million. <laughs> yeah. I use or whatever it is. Man, the day I take I take it on Mondays. My Mondays are great. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> fucking jack. <laughs> yeah, I I get after it on Mondays. <laughs> yeah, vitamin D. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Did you yeah. um Did you end up like taking a break from social media at all? So I haven't been on Facebook pretty much since then. Um, but I also added Twitter. Oh, so you <laughs> so, got rid of one and then added one. Yeah, yeah. I got rid of one. Um, yeah. So I, I don't, yeah, you know, I'm on Twitter. I don't really tweet anything, but I think it was also a way to get away from Instagram so much too of like Instagram is seriously like, you go on like the explore yeah. and there's pictures and pictures and just like endless and it's all interesting and it's fun. And I used to like, I still do it, stay up like right before bed and like scroll and like mm. read stories and stuff yeah. from Instagram. 
Um, but Twitter is just like straight information and mm-hmm. I like that. So I'm not on Twitter all the time. I don't check it. You know, I check it throughout the day a little bit, but I'm not mindlessly kind of scrolling and finding new things all the time, like endless stream of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow a couple pages. I follow for sports, some politics and, uh, stuff like that. And like, it's just straight information. So I like that about Twitter. Yeah. You've really it's kind of like the adult adult. Yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And you've really tailored it. Like it's not just yeah. random s- stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, been, I would say that's actually better. Cause I'm super happy to be off Facebook. Yeah, man. I haven't like, been on, gone with that. I haven't been on Facebook in a long time. Yeah. It was really hard um, to be on it. Just like with, it's a very, all social media can be toxic, yes. but that I found to be, especially toxic right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I don't go on Instagram anymore either. Mm, that's good. And yeah. I, think, I don't know. I, I think for me, it's more of, um, I, I need to do more thought work on like social media for me creates these reference points in my life and that I feel like I'm not measuring up. Mm. So if I see social media and people doing these like amazing things, living these amazing lives, having these amazing bodies, I just like that gets into my head and it's giving me these reference points of like, oh, well, like she looks so pretty and she's got her life together. And I don't know. I just, for me, if I just remove those reference points, my happiness is so much better. That's awesome. I think that's such a common thing too. And then I don't know how many people realize it or don't realize it, but to, to, to realize it and then actually see the results of getting away from it is that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Cause usually if I start feeling, you know, down about something, it's because I'm mm-hmm. stuck in that like comparison trap of right. like, Oh, my Thanksgiving didn't look like so-and-so's Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. like my Thanksgiving was great. You know, like I had a great Thanksgiving, but it's like, if you start comparing yourself to right. just anybody that you see on Instagram, it's like, mine wasn't an Instagram worthy Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. It sounds so like, so, sounds so petty and like, yeah. like third grade-ish, like, Oh, we should have done this or like, Oh, like, why isn't mine like that? And it's like FOMO comes in and like to like catch yourself saying those things and like comparing yourself finally, like to finally do that. It's like, man, free yourself. Cause I'm sure I do it too. And don't even realize it at this point. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, you know, I think we all do. That's great. Um, okay. You also said, oh, just having some time away from work, like having, having some time to, like disengage from the career that you just started. Hmm. Yeah. I think that, I don't know about that one. I work Monday to Thursday, seven thirty AM to like six thirty PM ish. Um, so there's really not a lot of time to do things on those days, especially right now. It's all dark when I go and dark. When I yeah. Um, so one thing I did do though, that has helped, I I stopped going to the CrossFit gym mm. for several several reasons, but that has freed up my morning, so I'm no longer getting up at 
um, you know, whatever it was, we went to the 6am. So I'd get up at like five. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would shower, go straight to work, work for those 11 or so hours, go home, eat dinner. And like, by then it'd be seven thirty eight, like shower and stuff. And then like have, you know, Jess goes to bed at like nine. So what kind of like, there's not a lot of day there to like yeah. digest or like, um, so I think stop going to the gym in the morning. I wake up, do like a Peloton or something. I lift on my three day weekends mm-hmm. and that has actually freed up a lot. It felt like it's felt like it's freed up a lot of time, especially in the morning. Cause I am not like, I hate being busy in the morning and rushed. I like doing the hardest thing in the mm-hmm. morning first, yeah. but to like drive around, go to the gym. Like I just, that's so unappealing to me. It feels like hectic and chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, the gym, especially, I just, I hate working out that early. Yeah. (laughs) It's just not for me. It's good that you recognize that about yourself and you were able to adapt and like create a schedule that works for you. Yeah, totally. So it's, yeah, I agree. It's, it's still new. So figuring it out, but, uh, it's going well right now. I'm not feeling any sadness or anything. Jess has been a huge help. So she, she, we bought, um, we use trifecta delivery, uh, food delivery. Oh, yeah. So we get like salmon and bison yeah. burgers and stuff just delivers. So we just heat that up. Um, so we have like pretty simple, but like good dinners and she gets that ready Monday to Thursday. She's getting that ready. Um, so like when I walk in, it's like dinners, almost Dinner, ready. Yes. Like, you know. Oh, that's such yeah, a good so Yeah. So she's, she's been great. Yeah. And then, okay. Your last one, your last wish was fostering connection with friends. Mm. Hmm. And this one's, well, this one's big right now, like during this time of disconnection and isolation. Right. I don't know. So with like virtually, like with you guys, we restarted the podcast, which is, I'm super excited about. Yeah. I'm, physically yeah i don't i don't want to be around anybody right yeah. now yeah um that's just like it feels like the right thing to do just to not do that right now so that's tough but i am okay with it i'm kind of a homebody anyway i get a ton of social interaction and like face to face conversations all day at work yeah um not not that i'm burnt out but like to me that's i'm i'm satisfied in a way like i i'm okay coming home and sitting down watching netflix or something at night on the weekends, like if I want to play a few video games, like I'm fine with that or we'll go hiking me and Jess. Um, and you know, we've, we've gone on some hikes with people we've met up, uh, over in California, which is, that's like an activity, like I'm totally down with cause it's outside and yeah, I feel like that's okay. Um, but like right now going out to eat or going to someone's house just to hang out, like doesn't feel right to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm not doing that. And there's so many other ways to foster connection. Like you said, like you can play video games on Saturday night with Corey. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like there's other ways. So we're lucky to have other ways. I mean, damn, if we didn't have them, it would, this would be a lot harder. You'd be writing us postcards or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dearest Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, I, I enjoyed that, that question, asking you that question. 
Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many different versions of that question, but like the three wishes question is nice. Cause it kind of opens you up to, yeah, what, what, what's possible for myself and what do I really want to get out of the next month or two or three or year? Yeah, yeah. totally. I love the question and actually following up. I totally forgot what I even said, except for physical mental health. (laughs) So that was good. Thanks for keeping tabs. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do a little touch point. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this was good bones. We haven't, we haven't done this in a while. We really haven't even. So it's probably since September. Whoa. Um, Yeah. Even probably before that though, because our last episode um, before we took a break was September 7th or something like that. Maybe it was later. I don't know, but it was, it was like around September. So this was great. Wow. I am. Um, when I was walking Annie this morning, I was listening to the episode that you and Corey recorded last year, last <laughs> week that just came yeah. out about, uh, lots of beaver talk. And yeah. <laughs> I literally was just laughing out loud to myself <laughs> on my walk, <laughs> but it was, Beavers. it was, it was really funny. Did you finish it? Yeah, I, I finished it. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that was ridiculous. I was totally random and funny. And you guys, um, you guys just did a podcast with Boner. Didn't you? <laughs> did, yeah? Yeah, we did. I, okay, so I was sitting. Just, <laughs> I feel like that one okay. was probably even more filled with nonsense, but. Yeah, well, it means just a bunch of buds. Yeah. Know? Um, what's it, what's, what's boners <laughs> podcast called? It's called uh dude scout podcast. I, um, I heard, so I was sitting in the other room and so I just heard bits and pieces of that one, but yeah. it sounded like a good time. It was super fun. It was ridiculous. Um, his podcast is pretty cool. He's, he's brand new. So they're, they're making their way and they talk about, they like to like incorporate a lot of beer and drinking and just like like buddies talking, you know, so it's a lot of fun. That is fun. Yeah. Um, mm. Cool. Anything else on the docket? No, not today. That was, that was awesome. Connor. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Good talking to you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the weekly warrior podcast. We sincerely appreciate you being here with us. And if you would consider sharing the weekly warrior with a friend or family member, that'd be pretty great too. If you haven't already done so, leave us a rating and a short review. Also, check out our Instagram page at Weekly Warrior Podcast for more warrior content. Thanks again for being here with us, and we hope you'll join us next week when we discover the warrior within. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 